Welcome to the Great Things LLC podcast, the show that celebrates people who are making an impact on the world, people creating conscious businesses that are in alignment with their own personal values. Each episode shares the wisdom, experience, and the intentions of those that are following their dreams. Visionaries who have chosen a different path, found their purpose, and create joy and abundance while helping others. Whether you're already a trailblazer or still searching for your path, these stories will inspire you towards being the best version of yourself. Hello, friends and listeners. It is Josh, and I am back. This is the beginning of season three. It has been a little bit of time since I've been on this platform. A lot's transpired. So I just want to kind of dive in. Today's going to be a little bit different. Uh, I am sitting here today, and it is on the eve of my 50th birthday. So that is kind of uh, a trip. Pretty excited. Looking forward to that. And uh, just taking some time to reflect, reflect over the last, not only year, because the last year has really been uh, the move relocation from Alaska and moving out of my year long traveling the country wanderlust trip to coming to uh, Kentucky and building and rehabbing a farm and a farmhouse and really creating an intentional lifestyle with my partner, Spirit Birds. So a lot's been going on and just wanted to take today uh, to kick off the third season and start uh, anew because it is a different season of life for sure. So let's start with the obvious milestone, the fiftieth birthday. So kind of funny. Um, one, I don't feel I don't feel it. Uh, I'm not worried about it. I'm not running away from it. In fact, it's kind of kind of having some fun with it. Uh, who would have thought? You know, fifty years old. You know, still skateboarding, still traveling, still hiking. You know, really grateful for having the, the health that I do. Um, of course, it can always be better, but you know, I'm strong, I'm healthy, I'm able to get out and enjoy things. Um, and you know, sometimes those things are a little longer to recover from. Uh, so that's also been uh, kind of an interesting thing. But you know, looking back, just a quick reflection, like, hey, I'm so grateful. I'm, I'm here at 50 and you know, my dad didn't make it that long. He made it to 47 and he passed from Mesophilioma, exposure to brake pads in asbestos, cutting brake pads when he was 14 years old on a summer job. So, um, you know, I look back over life and there was quite a bit of loss from an early age. My great-grandfather was the first-born great-grandchild on the uh, the meter side, and I was born on Father's Day and on my great-grandfather DeWitt Darwin Kennedy's uh, birthday. So... I got the middle name of DeWitt, and DeWitt was an interesting guy. I'm glad I did have the time with him that I did. Uh, he passed when I was seven, uh, but he was he was a lot of things. Really interesting and influential guy in the early life. He was a he was a farmer. He was a butcher. He was a business owner. He was a boxer. He, was, he did a lot in his life, and he served the community. Um, it was interesting. His his funeral really was one of the first experiences I had with loss and grief and death, and what I was amazed about was all the people that came out and people that I'd never seen. And they shared how uh, DeWitt or Didi, as he went by, uh, helped them during the Depression. He owned a farm and a butcher shop, and he would give people food on credit, saying, please pay back when you can or if you can. But he didn't want his community to go hungry. So there was a lot of impact from that. Um, you know, my dad, as I mentioned, passed in 95 when I was a senior in college. Um, didn't realize that, you know, and his passing allowed me to take over the family business and insurance and get started. But I started at 21 and I made that jump from, you know, 
not even graduating college. In fact, Grove City College was really good to me. I, he passed January, so I had that last semester, and they allowed me to work three days a week and finish up my classes three days a week so I could graduate and move on. Um, and I just look back, there's a lot of loss. Um, my grandmother, you know, who I was close with in 2013, uh, Teresa, my partner, who passed in 2016 unexpectedly, and then my pap uh, in 2018. And pap, uh, he made it to 101, but his dad also passed at 47. So there's this really weird number or feeling around 47. I'm like, yeah, we're either out at, as meters or we got halfway to go. And I really do feel that we do, like, I'm halfway and got a lot more to go, and I'm looking forward to what comes next. Uh, and what's coming next is kind of the result of what I've really been calling in and what I've manifested and been working towards. Um, you know, if you followed this podcast or you've seen my adventures and exploits, you may remember that, you know, a couple years ago, two years ago, I decided to sell everything, sell the house after my son graduated from college. And I set out for three intentions to travel and explore to find love and to find the next home. And, and I did that, you know, I did that in Finding Spirit Bird and moving to Alaska to be with her and living up there for almost a year, which was a grand experience. And then we decided to come down here back to the lower 48 where we could be closer to family and friends and uh, found a place here in Midway, Kentucky, an old farmhouse. Now, I came down in May, she made it down in June and it took us till the end of the year to get closed on this property just because of, you know, uh, some stuff that had needed to have with surveys and subdivisions, so it was fine. But we couldn't get started until the first of the year. And this year, after the first of the year, I uh, started the house renovation project. And super grateful for finding my friend Tim Fleeman of uh, ARC LLC here in Kentucky, incredible craftsman. And uh, Tim and his crew and I have spent four and a half months renovating this house, and we're in. And Part of the renovations was not just to bring the house back, but it's what Spirit Bird and I had really talked about bringing healing work, workshops, and different ceremonies into the space and being able to share that. So there's more on that um, on her podcast, and I'll send the uh, link in the descriptions, but be sure to take that out. So sitting here on the eve of 50, I look back and I'm like, what a life. Um, you know, well, starting at the young age when they thought that I was mentally challenge that they did an IQ test because the third grade teacher thought I was mentally retarded and they found out that I had bad ears and bad eyes, I couldn't hear, and lost like a lot of that preschool or in early age schools, you know, fighting with uh, the lack of hearing. You know, I'm 70% deaf and 30% deaf, so I read lips. Um, you know, never felt disadvantaged by it, but it's just something you to come across. You know, losing dad early, having great success taking over family business, you know, being a multimillionaire in my early 20s to losing it all to going through an 11-year lawsuit that went to the Supreme Court two times in Pennsylvania, having creditors chase you to rebuilding a career to only have it burnt down in 2008, 2009 when the market uh, crashed with the real estate. And looking at all that, and here I am today, and I'm just grateful. Uh, I'm grateful for the experience, I'm grateful for the teachings, and also the lessons of learning to really understand what's, invalu what's valuable and how to put yourself first and, and build a community and, and lean on and accept support and offer it and finding that balance. And more specifically, finding the sacred partnership that I called that helps bring those things forward. Um, and so right now, what's next? Um, for the first time, I don't have a absolute clear picture but there's some things that are forming 
And it's really exciting to be in a place where you get to choose that direction. Um, I can choose to continue the path I'm going and expand. I can offer new things. I can sit back and relax. And actually, that's what I've been doing since May 1st when the house was done. I was going strong. I was putting in 12, 16-hour days consistently to get this house done. And I needed rest. So I'm in the process of getting a rest. And that feels good. And not having to push and drive and strive. There's some opportunities out there that I am exploring for a second career. And that's exciting. So I don't know at this point what lies ahead, but I look forward to what it is and want to get clear and build those intentions because that's what I feel really helped get me here was that clear a clear understanding of what my intentions, what my hopes, what my needs and dreams were. So I uh, could have made it more clear after those first three instead of what I do once I got there. But I'm here and moving forward to that. So uh, you know, it's interesting. I, and tomorrow I have friends and family. My son and his girlfriend are coming down. And we're going to have an open house to celebrate the house, to so celebrate my 50 years of existence, and just to celebrate friends and connections. So I'm really, really looking forward to that. If I have to reflect back, I would probably say the last seven years of life have actually really probably been the most significant or dramatic in growth, um, just personal, spiritual, you know, happiness, so, uh, being centered. And, you know, that came after tragedy or trauma, as it often does, and going through the healing process, finding uh, the community support um, was simply amazing. Before all that happened, I had the Center of Harmony and really built that up to be a great event space, a lot of wellness, not a lot of health and, and healing and all that. But I wasn't into it then. It was more of a business. I was more type A. But what I didn't realize is I had called in and built the community that would actually provide the support that I needed in my deepest hour. And that's one of the big realizations that I'm pulling forth and really trying to extend into what's next is that sense of community. Um, I've seen how you know self-help is great, but taken to the extreme, it's actually, I think, really de detrimental. If it's so self-focused and always doing the work and not seeing the joy and not being able to get out and connect with others, that's the human experience. And that's work that I want to bring forward is let's do the self-work, but let's also look around in the larger sense of community. And how can we do that? How does our passion align? And to me, that feels really, really good for the next stages coming up. You know, I guess I can look in, I guess it's also like, hey, what am I doing, um, you know, in these next, hopefully, decades of existence? Uh, the body's different. So, you know, I'm really glad that I got into the walking habit. I got out for a little while while working on the house, but getting back in and just the physical movement and staying active and being outside with your feet on the ground. I don't think there's anything better than that. Don't need to be in a gym. It's great if you can, good for that, but just being out. Uh, kayaking on the water, hiking through nature, those different things. What, um, you know, and I just need to do more of it. One of the lessons is I'm not used to a slow pace. So how, how do I accept that? How do I embrace it and bringing in? And how do I fill it with activities that will really, really bring me joy and bring me health? So that's, that's also, I feel, lying ahead. So from a 
turning 50, an emotional perspective. I know a lot of people have, um, you know, the midlife crisis. It's, my dad had it when he hit 40. It was really wild to watch from the outside. Um, you know, went out, bought an expensive watch, bought a 55 T-Bird convertible that he never drove and just did something else. And we're like, what are you doing, dad? It was kind of nutty. That's not it. In fact, I feel more settled. Um, you know, I always threw a big, big birthday party, big pig roast, just just get everyone in, big party. And this year, I put it out there and it's gentle. Um, who can show up? I'd love to see my friends. And there's no pressure. And instead of me doing all the work with the pig roast, I actually catered it this year so I can sit back and enjoy. So there's a place of, from the emotional point, is just understanding and not getting thrown off, uh, off center as much. And knowing when something comes up, is, is it a trigger? Is it my stuff that I haven't quite worked at? And also being able to say, no, it's, it's actually not mine, and you can have that. Um, I will be here if you want to discuss, but I'm not taking that on. So uh, another big win for making it 50 times around the sun. On a uh, professional level, you know, business is changing. The, the economy is rough. It's being felt by my clients. And, you know, I lost a couple of really big clients earlier this year, uh, some of my long-term ones. And, you know, that was, that was difficult. Uh, in a way, I trusted that it was what it needed to be. Um, and, you know what, I held myself and I knew I did it and I was okay and I did it with integrity, uh, even when that door may not have been open on the other side in one case. Um, but it felt good and rather than stress i'm like it's what it's meant to be and this year i started the great things accelerator program uh you know kimberly mcclahatton my associate uh, in great things had been pushing me for years and i was resistant and i'm really glad i did and she and i have put that together it is an exciting program uh we are help it's it came out of just seeing the need of small business owners we ran across the same stuff with all of our clients and it's the basic core fundamentals. So we packaged a solution, like we do weekly calls, we have online courses, we teach new business owners or people starting businesses, the fundamental things like getting those rock solid fundamentals. So that's vision, mission, and values. That's doing customer discovery, market research. So you know how to build an offer that's correct. And when you build that offer, how do you put it into a pro forma for cash flow projections so you know what to expect and then really layering in the mindset and creating community and I'll tell you what that's filled my heart that's filled my soul and we'll continue to do that so it's a way that we can help a lot of people and reach and in a way that we're enjoying it Kimberly and I are really really enjoying it so that feels good that's moving forward uh, again there's some other things that I'm looking at um, and it's just and there are some other things I'm looking at, and my creativity is coming back online. That's creativity in videos, storytelling, uh, photography, you know, public speaking, consulting. All those things are coming in, and I really, really am blessed that I can share, have the experience that I can share and that I enjoy doing it and that it's received. On a personal note, Spirit Bird and I uh, are really diving in and focusing on how we can make our home a sanctuary to bring ceremony and workshop and healing and all sorts of different avenues into our our daily life, our real world. It's uh, There's work out there that's been incredibly beneficial for both of us, and we are moving that forward. So that is the sacred 
medicines and plant journeys and and just deep, deep wisdom of the ages. Sprinkled in with a little of the modern take and approach and how to do 3D and how to build community and really to put in support structures around supporting one another's growth. Um, there's so much going on. I'm so blessed to be here. And while this may be a really short introductory podcast, I wanted to kick off season three with a reflection on the first half century of life and set the stage for the next half century. And looking forward to this year, the podcast. Um, I've been off offline for a little while, looking to get started and gonna do it a little differently this year. So I will continue to interview incredible people with great stories, but I'm also just gonna do some solo podcasts where I'm gonna riff on something that's up for me. And I think that'll be a little bit easier to get out there. Uh, sometimes scheduling guests can be a lot. And when you're busy in life, it fell by the wayside. So I am looking forward to sharing more content. And if you've enjoyed this episode or any of the past episodes, I could really use your support. And that can become in the form of you liking, subscribing, and sharing it on social media with your friends and family. So uh, if you'd like to and feel called, please help me out and either like, share, or follow. And stay tuned for more. Have a uh, blessed summer. And for all you dads out there, happy Father's Day. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Great Things LLC podcast. If you did, be sure to share the link with this episode with your friends and share it to your social media with your biggest takeaway tagging me at Great Things LLC. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. There's so much more to come. You can support me by leaving a rating and a review of the show, and that will help others to find their purpose, dream, collaborate, and create their own success story. Until next time, this is Josh Meter, your host, signing off.